Ever been to Delaware? If not, now's the time to visit. You'll find a lot of fun in a little state. Since you can drive anywhere in the state in a couple of hours, you'll spend less time driving and more time enjoying. Explore from the bays to the beaches, stroll the boardwalks, and have an oceanside bonfire. Get a taste of Delaware at one of the award-winning restaurants and enjoy a local craft brew. See the first state's unique historic landmarks and experience Delaware's endless discoveries. Plan your adventure today at visitdelaware.com. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey, I'm Big J Okerson. And I'm Dan Soder. And you're listening to The Best of the Bonfire. Stay tuned to hear some of our favorite moments from this week. You can listen to The Bonfire live every Monday through Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. on Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95, or on demand on the Sirius XM app. Also, be sure to follow us on all social media at The Bonfire SXM. Hi, this is Black Lou, and on Monday's Bonfire, Big J told everyone about the strange dinner he had in Toronto when he and Ari Shafir went to a restaurant that serves food completely in the dark. Uh, Dan, I'll tell you, I've been. Uh, there's been some talk. The internet's been a buzz. The internet. The internet about uh, me saying I've been very negative lately. Saying you've been very negative. He said I've been very, very negative lately. That's the that's the dig on me right now. They just say, just in general, that I've been very, very, very negative. Okay. And uh, I took it to heart. Yeah. Uh, I was like, "Am I being negative?" Okay, let me uh, let me turn it around. And I went this weekend. Surprise guest for Ari Shafir up in Toronto. Great, Dan Fourth Theater, two shows, amazing. We went out Friday, and we went to a uh, we went to a place to eat dinner. First, we found Dube, which was awesome. That is great. It's legal. legal. All legal up there now. Good job, Canada. I like Jacob nods his head. He's like, right? You guys got right before you went out to eat, huh? Yeah. Get nice. So you guys get nice. <laughs> God, we, uh, you, you love marijuana smoke so much, dude. We went to eat at a place called uh, Noir, Oh Noir, and it's where you go in and a blind person leads you into a completely dark room. And the, the person and, is actually blind. Yes. They the, have or are to they be. selling it? They'd have to be. Glasses on or off? On glasses, sunglasses. Sunglasses are on. Did you get a Did you get a peek behind the blinders? I'll tell you something. If they're not blind, it doesn't matter. You're blind in that room. I know. And they know how to like. Work I'm just room. asking a question. Well, you think you could do it, Mister Fucking? Uh, Mister Fucking? Never look, look at me. Never losing these waiter skills. Yeah, oh, I could wait for the blind. No, that'd be fucking hard as shit. It's, it was. Crazy. And the room is pitch black. Pitch black. It's called noir. Yeah, you absolutely cannot. Uh, you can't see a thing. You couldn't see your hand in front of your face. It's impossible. That that I I can't eat like that. It turns out, Dan, you in <laughs> fact can't eat like that. Yeah, I got that does, I, three courses. That go, hold on, but doesn't that go against the basic biological thing of humans to be able to see like animals that eat? Well, that's I, the idea. The idea is to you're always use like, your different se- uh, senses. But, sure. However, in, in in agreeing with you, it's. Uh, it turns out it's an impossibility. Everything I got, I didn't realize had rice in it. So Do try th- to get rice on a fork in the pitch dark. I'm telling you when I got in three courses, five bites of food in my mouth, I may be exaggerating. Why couldn't, why were you I may be exaggerating getting, up. Why weren't you getting the bites? You just, because it was all pitch black and you were like adjusting? Like, you just what? can't get to it. Like you, it, you feel like it's on your fork. And then you lift the fork to your face, and there's nothing on the fork. Oh, man. I didn't think about the execution of the bite. They give you bread and butter, and like you just laugh at them. No. Nah. sort of peg it at them. I think both breads ended up on the floor. Why don't you just grab the bread, hold on to it, and just tear chunks off? 
Well, I was trying not to eat bread, but I don't know how I would have possibly could have buttered dude, anyway. You're, you're in the dark, man. You got to eat whatever you can. It, when, yeah, there's no shame, right? There's no shame. <laughs> carbs, don't, carbs don't live in the dark. True. But also, um, do you think poor? Do you think? Uh, no, do you think blind people just go to this restaurant? They just call it a restaurant, and they're just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go eat." Yeah, like, I'm gonna go eat. I'm gonna go have fun for once. They put the stuff on your shoulder and tell you it's there. What do you mean? They put it on your shoulder. They just put a burger on your shoulder. And like, yeah. No, the up. plate. They put the plate. They'll be like, "This oh, is your thing." Your, just your plate is uh, like they don't rest it on your shoulder. No, they touch your shoulder with it so you can go up and feel it. Oh, and put it down in front of you. Yeah. Okay. That makes. Yeah. We had a bottle of wine. We cheers somehow. We, yeah, we figured it out. How big is how big is the restaurant? Is how many tables are in? The well, here's what's weird. I think a zillion. We were the last ones there. But when we went in, it was pretty packed still, and just all you do is just hear conversations. But you can't, too, uh, you, can, you can only zone in on like one that's really close to you, but you hear everybody in the room like, <laughs> yeah, just a lot of restaurant chatter. So loud, it seems, in this room. And then what's great is it's so loud that uh, I would sit there with Ari, and you just hear the guy next to us talking, and just the stuff he was talking about, you knew you can do this. It was very self-involved, Yeah, laying it all out to a girl. Laying it all out to some chick, you know, about really? just like you know, no, it's like you know what he does. I was trying to fuck. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying with very like you know, it's like yeah. So I invest in hedge funds and blah blah uh, blah. You blah, know, blah. Well, some buying, some selling. You know. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, it's just so fun. funny because you're in the dark, there you just sit there and just keep going like, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah. God, I wish you would just shut the fuck up. I kind of had no idea you were talking to him. I kind of had an experience. That's great. You're, You're right. Just a- You're, that's great. And you just for look at him sure. and like, shut your fucking dumb mouth. It was great. And for sure, for sure. Excuse me? In that room. If I'll tell you what. If I went there with Christine, I don't care if we were there with family, uh, a bunch of friends, everybody, uh, Christine's closest loved ones. We get in that dark ass restaurant. I bet you, we better touch each other's like dick and puss and stuff. I mean, we're in yeah. pitch dark. Who knows? Sir, you better you, eat with your tit out. Like, I, mean, I want something. That something better come out. You can't see anything after t- after as he's taking your order, sir. Can you please stop fingering your date? <laughs> Here at Noir, we have a strict I feel no it. sex. Sir, I can hear you. It sounds like you're thumbing a watermelon. I know the squish of lovers. Yeah. Her labias are firm, which gives her a better grasp on your thick finger. Sorry, I only speak in romance novel. <laughs> it's uh, it, it was cool though. It was very cool to do. I would do it with a group of people. You only got really five fun. bites in. Yeah, but it's interesting as hell. I don't like it. No, we got to do it. We it should upsets do it. A, me. We should do it as a group. It upsets me. I don't know how. It, at some point, you feel like you want to put the corner of the plate in your mouth. I'll do it. I'll and do just it. Just fork shovel it all in. You want me to Scooby Doo it? Yeah, I don't know what. <laughs> I'll cartoon slide that into me. I'll tell you how weird it is. I thought I had, uh, like, stew meat. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like beef. Do you know what you're getting or they don't tell you? You, you could ask for a surprise on everything. Or you, and they're not trying to fuck with you, the surprises, either. This isn't like it's, a not, fear, it's not like a fear factor. No, you're not going to get surprised. And it was like, duck eyeballs. <laughs> like, no, it's Your a, niece's fingers. It was like the choice. Of, like, what? For, Who is yeah. this? Where is this? <laughs> the loved, yeah. The skin of your loved ones. Oh, it's so crispy. Oh, it's like duck confit. So crispy. <laughs> It was, uh, no, they don't try to fuck with you. It's all basic food. But, like, I thought I had, like, meat, like yeah. a beef appetizer, since I only got, like, one or two of the little cubes in my mouth anyway. Chicken curry. Mm. Or curry chicken. That's bizarre. You didn't like it? No, it, I did like it. It was just, like, not seeing it, like, to not know it all. Yeah. Ari thought his main course was filet mignon. It was pork. 
Got him. And when you think back, you're <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that does make sense. I guess it makes sense. The chicken didn't. I know. ordered the Still pork. thought I had stew. <laughs> so when you say stew, they just say, like, we're going to give you a stew. No. They just no, no, like, I thought it was like stew meat. No, they said I got the surprise. How, they, how you got the, the surprise? The, the, the appetizer. It's seafood surprise. That just sounds. It does sound bad. terrible. Um, seafood surprise, meat surprise, or vegan. You know, a vegetarian surprise. Which is meat. Then, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, we got surprise. Yeah, biggest surprise. You're surprise. eating. You're eating. Per, you're eating fish. Yeah. The surprise or is beef. They, they, we, or give you, we give you the thing you're allergic to. Yeah. Surprise. EpiPen. Surprise. Oh, hey, welcome back. You're out for a little bit. <laughs> We gave you coconut. Look at you. Oh. Look, who's, look who's breathing on their own again. Did you meet your maker? Do you, you handshake God? You see Come the, back? You see the straw? I almost gave you a field tracheotomy. I was going to pulp fiction your ass right here in front of all these people. They can't see shit, but they'll hear it. They'll hear <laughs> they'll me. They'll hear what's happening. They'll sure. penetrate that chest cavity. You don't like gristle. What happens if you eat chicken gristle? You it would... doesn't seem like there's gristly food. It seems like food they all have prepared so you could just eat it in the dark. I think that's for anybody. Mm. I thought that too, like curry chicken. That's why I thought it was like stew meat because it was like there was nothing funny about it at all. Like you know, weird pieces at all. It was all. Man, can you imagine getting hammered at this place? Yeah, <laughs> just taking down a bottle of wine after bottle of wine. Like, yeah, me and Ari get did that. up and then you just go over another table. You're just well, like, oh <laughs> fuck. Well, me and Ari had yeah. a, me and Ari shared a bottle of wine, but it was uh, three glasses, and I don't really drink at all anymore. You know, I haven't really drank like booze or anything like in months and months. So, like, uh, three glasses of wine, definitely. We were giggly as shit in that place. Feeling good, dude. Oh, yeah. I kept cursing out people who couldn't see me. That's so fun. Very fun. Shut the fuck up. Shut your show. Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up. It's DJ Lou. Crackle, crackle. On Tuesday's show, our guest was comedian and host of You Up on Comedy Central Radio, Nikki Glazer. Nikki J and Dan debated which is better, a wet or dry rub, and also talked about smelling semen at the gym. Enjoy. Welcome to the welcome back oh to the bonfire, God, Nikki so, Glazer. So good today. I was just in the lobby and I cackled laughing so hard, and everyone stared at me. You guys like caused me to viscerally laugh in a way that is it violent. Yes. <laughs> oh, we were talking umbros oh, in a couple umbros. weeks. We were saying those. That's those are the shorts those are for coming those. Back. That's the if a girl shin yes. fucked me. In my umbros, I'd be like, keep going. Oh, yeah, that's a great hand job or out, yeah, Over outside the pants. pants hand, yeah. That's a great fabric for that. Oh, it's the perfect one. And old Italian uh, man jumpsuits. Yes. That's suede. <laughs> suede is. Suede. I don't know. It's suede will rip your goddamn dick skin off. No. Suede. Suede. Suede's soft. For women, it's like um, the best thing to get fingered through, Christine. Like. Basketball Denim. shorts. Uh, best thing to get finger through. Christine's going to answer her pussy. <laughs> I, uh, if you finger right through it, <laughs> like you don't want it to like soak through because you're going to get wet. So you want it to be a little bit like of a, a coarser material, like a corduroy. All right. I don't know if I've ever just done over the pants. I stuff. love hey, it. While you girls are syncing up periods, Dan thinks it would be okay to get jacked off with suede, and he's arguing that it's a soft material that would feel good on your dick. It will not. <laughs> It will not. It will rip your dick off, Dan. It's like jerking over the baseball mitt, you, you psycho. You that like changes color when you like rub your hand oh, across it. You're talking oh, about velvet. You I think you're both talking about velvet. I mean velvet. Or oh, I'm sorry. I got. I got gator cock. It's all coarse and hard. Jesus fuck! What is happening to your dick? I go, you guys don't jerk off. You are paper? from Colorado. I go. That we call that a little Fort Collins handy. He goes. I'm gonna go jerk off. Pass my naugahyde. <laughs> is there anything to this, my friend? The guy who comes out on the road with me. He's on my show all the time. Andrew Collins. He um he thinks uh, he needs 
He's jerked off with his hand for so long because he's been single that and dry he doesn't like use lube. So like me either. Now he's having sex and stuff, what? and he's like, it's all too wet. Like I can't. What? I need more. I need drier vaginas. This is crazy. First, first off, does that make any you, sense? Because guys, dry really- jerk. I dry jerk. Yes. Okay. Wow. We're onto something. This what? is opening up a whole new thing. That's that's real. What do you use? Uh, lotion or lube? I mean. T- to pull out lube to jerk off is yeah. downright ridiculous. Why is it ridiculous? It's awesome. It's Why ridiculous. would you do that? I, I treat lube? I, like a brand of lube? Like a little uh, warming jelly. <laughs> <laughs> I got That's a tube so of it. I got, treat yourself right. Yeah, I got a tube of it at CVS on the road. I was like, I'm going to beat to this. I'm you have an English breakfast tea next to you? <laughs> yeah. Sleepy do, time tea. I do some English brand muffins in the morning <laughs> and I have a nice lube jerk. Why not, dude? I found it at the CVS. No, you absolutely should. If, if it's it, a good hotel jerk, it's like a treat. A you little, bring it on the road with you? In his little, little dop kit. Yeah, little, he's got a little compartment yeah. in the, the shower it's hanger. It's, that's where I found it. Thing. I found it on the road when I was at a CVS. So I was well, like, you keep it hooked on to your bag like it's Purell? <laughs> Yeah, I go, I go through. I go. You can take a spritz if you want to get. Hey man, I'm gonna hit the can. It looks like our flight's delayed about a half hour. Shim Shalabim. Here we go. You want to? You want to get a nut? What do you do? You just jerk dry like a fucking old fisherman. Grab my dork and I pull on it. Yeah, that's. And then by the way, no lubrication at all. Of course, here's what'll happen when you're jerking off. There's gonna be a little sad, like you know, the yep. garbage Indian tear, and I will, I will take the thumb across that, and I'll work that you'll right use, around, you know, the rim of the fucking use your helmet. Own pre-cum Dude, wow, as lube. you're like, yeah. a, you're like a person that has a fresh water well. Like that's how you. I've been trained? judged a lot for my things. I said after I, I'm a pretty sexual person, and I'll go for it. I've had. Someone was defending me online, but on the SDR show one time, I said, "After like, what do you when you come? What do you like put it in the tissues and yeah. do all that stuff?" And I go, "No, generally, uh, where I jerk off is in a hotel before I'm gonna take a shower, okay, or at home, like you know, somewhere between uh, ten minutes to an hour before I take a shower." And I go, "No, if it's generally, it's like first of all, it's not I'm not blowing like fucking porn loads on anything." Sure. I go, "I'll just kind of like go like I, I said, I'll wipe it on my goddamn thigh and." Get ready for the shower. And everybody's like, oh, man. I'm like, who gives a fuck? No. Yeah. I mean, I've who had it all shit? over me, so that doesn't kiss. Who yeah. cares? Who cares? As a woman that, like, you know, Christine's girls definitely, get it all over them. Christine's definitely walked to a store next to me with <laughs> cum all over her body <laughs> yes. in some way. I mean, Absolutely. Uh, I taught English with cum all over <laughs> me once. Uh, I'm gonna, Jacob, write that down for right. me. Yeah. That's going to my spank bank. I like <laughs> that one. Yeah, you taught, you taught uh, fucking ver- verb congregation. Yeah. You taught adjectives. And you had fucking drag come on you? Teaching a summer school to Korean students, because Korean parents God. don't send, let their kids. And they bukkakied you. Yeah. <laughs> they love that yeah. over in Korea. Yeah. <laughs> I was on lunch break, and I my, came back. My son tells me that you smell like cum. <laughs> I, had, I had to meet the teacher who smells like cum. It's oh, a little breachy. That's yeah. really gross. Man, I shouldn't have admitted how did you, that. How did you find that out when you got home? I just, re- I, I don't know if I actually had come on me, but I was in circumstances where I did not shower after having a, a night of filthy sex and I would go into work and there was one time on a lunch break where I gave a guy a hand job and I remember going back to work being like I am like I felt I had a skip in my step because I'm like what a slut yeah I was like you are a fucking whore what a winner you're gonna go teach children after you just like let a man defile touch them all on their little flat faces with your cum with your your salty dick hand yeah Yeah. I was like 
Oh, it's fun. Oh, dude, that was uh, a waitress at the uh, cellar one time. Said to me as uh, like joking, but dead serious. And she goes, uh, "How I want to sell tell your name off. Everyone knows her. She's I know great. who it is. Yeah, I already know. Who you know the story. story. She comes over like laughingly, and and she puts like her hand over my like face <laughs> and nose. And I was like, "What?" It? And she goes, "She goes, I just jerked a guy off." And then I could, when she said that, the smell kicked in. We were like, "That is the salt of <laughs> yeah, cock salt. Oh, it's it, 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 it's spit and fucking dick salt. Yeah, That's the smell. Cock salt. At the gym, guys will work out next to me on the treadmill. And once they start sweating, like whatever cum is on them starts like you know, warming up, <laughs> like uh, essential oils, and then it just starts misting through my section of the gym and. I'm like, there is a cum scent, a, someone, straw, a warm cum scent. Someone in this town. But it's not just cum. It's the eucalyptus like, towels. It's not just coming. It's like spitty dick. It's, it's like dick hands. It just, yeah. It's so funny. It she smells like up, dirty sex. Didn't she just walk up and put her hand on your face and say, smell like dick and start laughing? Oh, I thought no, she went. said to me, so she foul. goes, I just jacked a guy. She goes, I just jerked oh. off a guy. Oh my God. Oh That's God. That's so funny. Yeah. This is Black Lou. On Wednesday's show, Dan Soder recalled a sex story that didn't quite go as planned. To be specific, mm-hmm. you're saying what was your sexual detour? What did you? What was the thing you wanted to fuck? Roads closed. How'd you get to your destination? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you do? You settled for dirt road. What? G, yes. G butt. Christine might have put it the best yeah. wording. What? What's the thing you've most like, embarrassingly settled for? Yes. And then came and realized. You feel like you're an idiot. You're a monster. You're like a moron. Yeah. Oh, you fucking. One of mine, I would say, is I, I did a joke about it for a minute, but uh, fucking titty fucking a girl. Well, first of all, in on. Michigan, let's just chill out on. But that. I mean, giving her a, I mean, giving her a, a, a real rap about. She's like she doesn't like one night stands because then she yeah. always has to leave and blah blah blah. And I remember saying, uh, I was like, yeah, I hate the guys do that, and then. <laughs> And then titty fucked Turning her on and men. finished. Yeah. She said that's all she wanted to do. And then I remember going to the bathroom and giggling out the sentence because I, I as I started talking, I realized I'm do I'm well, I'm like, what a douchebag I am. And you said you feel like an asshole. I was like, Dude. hey, you know that storm's coming. You might want to get home before oh. the storm gets here. I mean, there was genuinely a storm coming, yeah, but it's there's a still storm like, coming. But it's it's pretty fucking hilarious. Dude, I can't believe I've never told this story on this show before about titty fucking. I think I have. I hooked up, I don't know, this is maybe a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I hooked up uh, with a, a lady. Oh, this time? Nice. Yes, most of the time, it, or either or, sometimes they're animals. <laughs> it's whatever You're I You're what they call fluid in the community. I'm completely fluid. I'm vapor. <laughs> I'll have sex I'm pure with vape. things. I'll have sex with air, with light gases, <laughs> heliums. <laughs> no, this, this girl came over uh, and we had sex and it was great and she had just gotten a t- like the Rihanna tattoo on under her breasts angels angel tits yeah she had like wings under her breasts and uh under her breasts i don't know what's like a medical exam under her tits we're sitting there her memories her mams mm-hmm. her mam flaps <laughs> we order we order food and we're like hanging out and she's just like wearing one of my wrestling t-shirts and we're just fucking sitting there watching tv and we're talking and it's enough time where the balls, you know, they start catching weight. It's like it's like when you flush a toilet, uh-huh. you know, when the, when the food stops rising and you're like, all right, I could probably get another flush in right now. <laughs> and uh, so she's like, you know, showing me her tattoo and I'm like, oh, it's uh, it's too bad you got that tattoo. It was like th- a couple days old. I was like, it sucks to get that tattoo. We can't titty fuck. And she goes. I like how you slid and titty fuck. Like, I had to. And she goes like this. She goes, uh, 
we can titty fuck you can titty fuck me and i was like what <laughs> she was like oh uh, yeah did i tell this story not on the air yeah and she starts she starts sweating and i'm like are you all right she's like yeah i'm fine and just gets up and then throws up in my bathroom like a lot like, like I just hear her like, and I'm like, right after I was like, she have a weird th- dude. My throw up sound. Is, <laughs> she, she was, I, I got to record myself next time I throw. God up, bless her. She was so sweet. She was like, oh fuck. You could tell she was more angry than yeah, throw up. But then she'd be like, fuck. I'm sorry. And then I, uh, I helped her out. You know, I got her water. We hung out. I was like, why don't you have? You know, I went and got her a ginger ale. She's fine. We're hanging out. She's like, I'm sorry. I don't know what that was. Let's just hang out. But it's so funny. It came right when she was like, you didn't fuck that night? You can titty fuck me. So she, so we're laying in bed. We go to bed. Start rubbing, you know, like a little dry humping. Because I think she's like six. I don't know. Are you making out? Yeah. Did we made, get, She get, brushed her teeth. I gave get, her a toothbrush. Still, there could be like a puke chunk up, right, up in the gum right, in the dude. back like Why don't that. Why just be cool, man? Oh. Trying to be a oh, if you get it, it's chewy. Oh. I go like this. I go, I go, hey, I just got one of your cheek legs oh. yeah, in my mouth. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, it's like cheek skin. I go, do you swallow food like a python? <laughs> <laughs> you guys got a half a chicken. I go, what are you? Is that a bone? I got a bone? <laughs> we, uh, we started like, you know, just doing some dry humping, some light dry humping. And then she's just like, oh, God. And you just hear her. And then you heard the splash of walking into the bathroom. So that was when I was like, God, now I got to clean it up off the floor. Oh, yeah. Jesus. And then that was that. Never again. Hi, this is Jacob. And on Thursday's Bonfire, Jay and Dan welcomed director Sean Donnelly to the show. Sean directed the documentary I Think We're Alone Now, which follows two obsessed fans of 80s pop star Tiffany. Welcome, without further ado, the director for I Think We're Alone Now, the documentary uh, that we watched on YouTube, Sean Donnelly, everybody. Hey, thanks so much for having me. So you made it in 08. I know. How long have you like walked away and not looked back thinking about this documentary? I feel like it would be... Uh, yeah. I think it's it would be been a little changing. while, but it's cool because it sort of has become like a slightly cult movie that sort of like kind of you know sparks back to life every once in a while, just when you thought it was dead. So well, let's. Ex- so this is it. Well, I, I the said incarnation. Yeah, I said that uh, I go on these lists on the you know me and Dan are both uh, traveling comedians, so when I'm on the road a lot, I go through these. I just Google you know. 10, 15 most disturbing documentaries or mm-hmm. movies or whatever. And I, I feel, I thought I've gone through all of them. Yeah. And then when I went and looked up these lists, uh, after I watched the documentary, because somebody told me to watch it, I went back and looked at some lists because I was just in the mood to watch another wacky documentary. And I, uh, or, you know, wacky subject yeah. matter. And I went on and it was on most of the lists now. So it's like one of those things that was like a, a mirage. You didn't notice it until you finally noticed it. Now you you notice it everywhere. If I would have read the write-up for this, I would have watched it immediately every yeah. time. <laughs> so what made you want to make this documentary? Did you know one of the two subjects before? Yeah. No, I, I grew up in Santa Cruz, California, which is where Jeff Turner is from. Yeah. The, sort of the main subject of the film. And so we actually just met him on the street downtown. And then uh, we were talking to him. And then, you know, as, as I kind of learned, like he was talking about his friend Tiffany and it didn't mean that much immediately. But then we met him like a couple other times. And then somebody else downtown was like, you know that she has a restraining order against him, right? And I was like, did no, you know, I did not know that. When he was saying Tiffany, did you know it was the pop star Tiffany? I didn't really know that at first either. I kind of like when I first, I didn't think much of the story or him when I first met it. I just thought he was an unusual guy. But then the more I learned about it, like, I, you know, I think everybody has always been fascinated by those stories you hear sort of off in the distance of like, 
an obsessed fan who's like yeah. a soccer who kind of like was like relentless and like I felt like I, I felt like for me personally I'd always like read little news bits about that and stuff and there was like never really get much about that person or get to know them it was just kind of like this person did that and now they're like like I have a restraining order or they got put in jail or whatever it's just sort of like you never really know who those people are so I felt like just for my own self when I met this guy I was like oh I have so many questions you know yeah like how does it feel to have a restraining order against you do you feel <laughs> yeah. which he just also, like what, what's going through your head like like why are you doing this and we, like what, yeah what which is other people in your life think about you doing that and like are you potentially dangerous or is this just like innocent or like I don't know I just felt like I've I had a lot of questions I didn't feel like I had seen anybody really like dive into before. Yeah, well, the interesting, also the thing is, is that he doesn't think it's a big deal. He just thinks he's like, yeah, no. There's... Well, he has the restraining order like in a packet of stuff that's with like pictures of her and stuff. Like, he yeah. just has like, another, like it's more memorabilia. He doesn't Which, really seem affected by it. Were you impressed with, of his ability to kind of walk through the truth? Like to kind of just blindly be like, I no. Was, but you know, I think I think in general, what's interesting is like I feel like as as people, right, like most people are kind of in the middle of the road. But then when you see like extreme behavior, it yeah. kind of like it kind of like makes you think of your yourself and the people you know in like a different light. Cause oh, like, absolutely. Everybody like you know might have a crush on somebody that doesn't really like them, and in their head they're like, I think they like me. You know oh I mean? my god! I mean, it's crazy you say that, Sean. Especially because in the age of Instagram and stuff. You can get so many mixed signals, and it, it's easy to see. Like, obviously, Jeff uh, is like a huge outlier. You know, like that's like a crazy outlier. Right. But you can kind of see in the age of social media with Facebook and Instagram and stuff, people can misconstrue shit all the time and be like, "Oh, this person loves me." My question uh, for you, Sean, I wanted to know: Did you get the idea because he's so fun-loving and silly, uh, yes. Jeff Turner? Did you get the idea that he? Uh, under the right circumstances or wrong circumstances could be dangerous? You know, I obviously like that's not my expertise, right? I'm just like a guy with a camera who's interested in the story. Sure. So oh, no, yeah. I'm I, not asking you to make any claims, but did you get any vibe off him where like, did you see any darkness in him at all and things maybe even like off camera where like, you know, something he wanted wasn't there and he has like a spaz out? I mean, he's got a, you know, uh, he's got an actual mental issue. Yeah. Yeah, no, I never saw, no, I don't think he has any, like, thing like that. But I think that, obviously, he lives in, like, a slightly different reality, and that yeah. in itself is a little bit scary, because, like, if you live in a certain reality where different things you think are so true, then, like, who knows, like, what could happen at a certain point. But I I think he's, overall, very, like, fun-loving guy who, like, wants the best, and... You know, he's been around Tiffany many times. At I mean, he's around and, Tiffany like 20 times in the movie. And it said, made me uncomfortable. It made my breath shallow every time. I was like, fuck, fuck, is this where he kills her? Don't kill yeah. her. No, I don't think he has any, like, you know, ill wishes or anything. But, I, you know, at the same time, like that, like I said, I wouldn't, like, you know, you never say 100%. I, I think it would be smart to uh, always take precautions because you do hear stories about people like Jeff that are, like, a little different that do... Yeah do something crazy and they even snap. Jeff tells the story in, in that movie right about how uh this other guy showed up to a tiffany concert and and then i like, couldn't get in and then he went on to murder like an actress yeah 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 that yes that was in the, that was in the documentary yeah um, yeah Rebe rebecca schaefer i guess i think was her name so like yeah. there's like a person like that who was just like trying to go at all these shows and stuff and then they did something crazy i don't think that's jeff personally i think he's a different kind of guy but yeah he, he seems, seems it he I mean, seems to be a sweet a sweet soul he seems to be just a little misguided and kind of misinformed or as you said lives yeah. in a different reality 
if you found yeah, yourself he's got Asperger's and he's not like great with people and he you know he's the first to admit all of that too so like I think that I, but I, ultimately I do think that the things that he suffers from are just sort of exaggerated human kind of qualities that we all kind of have which sure is, I think why it was very interesting to watch them and what I wanted to like bring out because I think like when you first look at them and you first meet them you're like these people are kind of strange and very different than most people I've met and then the more you get to know them I think the more you kind of start to have empathy with them and can relate to oh. parts of them and my, like my own journey and meeting them and getting to know them, I think is sort of like the way the movie is edited is that you sort of like maybe at first are like, whoa, what, what the hell's going on here? And then maybe you start to kind of like understand them or feel for them a little bit more. Let me ask you, how do you, do you have a hard time? This is a real question too, but you have a hard time <laughs> not like giggling through the guy putting the helmet on and you know, while you're waiting there with his face all squished up and what is basically a, a a bike helmet with well, glow sticks on it <laughs> i mean for that I, I that felt like really intense to me more than funny to personally you know like oh i guess you're in the so room that was, yeah. yeah was that the energy in the room was like an intense science yeah, experiment like, it felt because i think the build-up to that was he had always said he has this helmet to communicate with tiffany and so I, like the first time i was like oh can i see how it works and he was like no that's too personal like i can't do that and so i was like okay and then like another time i'd be like jeff are you sure like you know we've hung out with you for a few years now and then you'd be willing to do that and he was like no and then one day like after like five years we're like hey jeff what about the helmet and he was like sure i guess i could show you and like felt like it took a while so I, it, when it happened it was like wow this is actually happening i mean that's a five-year <laughs> that's a five-year payoff for you yeah, you're like you're invested five years into that, and you got it. You're like Jeff, come on! And finally, when it happens, you're like he's gonna fucking put on the helmet. He's gonna put the helmet yeah, on, man. When he put the helmet on. He got so quiet, and it was like so meditative, right? Like when I haven't even seen the movie probably in years, but I remember that so clearly, where he's just like I'm feeling very calm, and it's like yeah, it felt so sort of like intense to me, as, like when I was filming that. So, I yeah, didn't I see that, that dude. I also found it interesting that his friends, while most of them see, they're just like one notch more like sane and mentally together than him but they they don't not believe him either yeah that, yeah that, that the guy doug doug is a, is a really nice guy but he's like very into conspiracy theories and so i think that he's like always looking for different stories so when jeff just tells him a story he's like really jeff like what are your sources on that how do you, how do you know that? yeah he and seems like a together kinda, guy and then all of a sudden he's like no no the helmet he got that stuff actually from real people no, that's legit that. helmet's yeah. legit uh no i like to bust my boy's balls but that helmet's 100 percent certifiable dude and tell i don't want to keep you on the phone all day but but can you tell us now how you came upon uh kelly yeah, so Kelly was, after I met Jeff, I was just kind of like looking around to be like, is Jeff the only person like this in the community? And I kind of wanted to talk to other Tiffany fans. So I joined like the, there's a true to Tiffany Yahoo group. I don't know if it's still active or not, but there were a lot of like current day Tiffany fans. Dude, in there, so it's, it, it's so funny to hear what mid aughts you were using. You clearly did that in like, oh, five, oh, four, <laughs> where you're like, I'm in a Yahoo group. In 20, <laughs> 2019, you're like, those, I don't think those are real anymore. I don't think those exist. But, uh, yeah, so basically I found somebody who was like, there's this, I talked to like the, like sort of the, the person that ran the true to Tiffany group who's in the movie briefly. She's the one that sort of is like making fun of Jeff. That yeah. She's like, I think Tiffany's afraid of you. Remember that one? Yeah. Where yep. she's like, he thinks the security's there to protect him and it's uh, to right. stop <laughs> you. Yeah. That girl. I, we remember. Yeah. So, so she seemed like she sort of was like not Jeff's number one fan. And she was like, the other person you should talk to is Kelly. She's like, she, I had to block her from the group, I think she said. And so she was obviously not very understanding towards any of them. She seemed like she was sort of just like 
get these people away from me attitude a little bit. Like yeah. True to Tiffany group is kind of a group of outcasts a little bit of people that are hanging sure. on to this like person from the 80s. But then within that to kind of like be like, you're not real. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're weird. It's crazy. Like, it's just a subgroup like that. So in some weird way, I'd say Kelly's home was a bit more disturbing than even Jeff's helmet thing because it was just that subtle it looks more serial killerish because yeah. it was bare walls and just taped up pictures of tiffany all across it yeah and i remember she said that she put them all like eye height so they're just basically just like one row of them like at eye height throughout the whole house like, uh, so they're all they were all the same exact height which is very yeah, it's weird it's like a stripe it's like a racing stripe of uh tiffany pictures and and i guess did any of them seem to have like a sexual thing for I mean obviously at the end of the day but was it just like they're supposed to be together it was all like an emotional thing I mean I don't I don't think either of them are like overly perverted and have like whatever but I think that they would like to be with Tiffany and oh of course yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying but you don't <laughs> yeah. did you even get a vibe of that like how hot she is or anything or is it all just basically like no we're just like soulmates supposed yeah. to be together uh, I mean I'd say a little bit from both of them but not in like a way that I think they're both they both have like an innocence to them and are kind of like childlike so they're not like you know just just talking nasty that's about a, the about two, Tiffany the two, of the, the two of them in the hotel room uh, after meeting her was like a scene out of Step Brothers. It's I thought it, it, that, you that, had to, to me have, that's the humor is when he just keeps trying to one up the stories that she like her emotions and yeah. and Jeff keeps going like yeah I remember the first time she kissed me and dove over a bunch of people to have to do it and she's like shut the fuck up it was also like to be there feels very intense because they have such strong emotions you know and yeah 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 was, she was like crying or on the verge of tears. And so Jeff was like trying to be understanding and help, but was like sort of like upsetting her so much. And she kind of flips at a point. And so like, yeah, I mean, I remember just being there, like holding that camera, being like, I'm not sure what's going to happen here. And this is like very tense. Like, yeah, I don't think any of that. There are, there's a lot of stuff that I think is funny in the movie, but it's generally not like those more intense moments. I oh, no, I was going to ask you, that was my next question. What's it like to be around that much foot speed? I mean, you were around <laughs> 7% outside. I well, that mean, was the thing. Like, like Kelly was before we even filmed her. She was like, "Once you get out here, you're gonna have to film me running." That's oh man, that's what like, I love. That like, yeah. So like, I felt like that was you know. It's like you don't want you obviously don't want this movie to be like a source of people making fun of these people. You kind of want to portray them how they would want to be portrayed and you wouldn't want to put anything in there that they were like what the hell is that for or you're making me look bad or something but but there's got to be an element of it you know like you know she's disconnected enough kelly that like if you leave it in there as is she'll be like yeah that was me putting on my running display but i mean in the editing room you had to have let out i mean like a fart you've been holding in on a date you must have let out a, a laugh a belly laugh on those scenes i mean if you're a genius if there's no purposeful humor in the the dead silence of her just taking off to jog down the block and come back and go, he just witnessed about 7% of yeah. my top speed. That's unbelievable. It was like an Uncle Rico line from Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. No, I mean, I think definitely some of that stuff is funny, but I think, I think it is a struggle when you're editing because you don't want – it's not a comedy. I think it's funny at times, but you don't want to make everything as funny as it can be or kind of make fun of them, you know? So yeah. you do have to, like, ask those questions of, like, would Kelly stand behind this edit and like feel okay with this? And is this like truthful to who they are? Cause at the same time, like 
if you were to be too oversensitive, right, and you were to say, like, I don't want to put anything that was funny in there, I don't want to put any jokes in there, and you just made this, like, very serious movie, I think that would be sort of inaccurate to who they are because they're both very, like, jokey people, you know? She is jokey, uh, like, a dope-ass Polly Shore impression. But I, I like... <laughs> exactly. My, uh... <laughs> When she at the end, uh, when Kelly says at the end she's been hanging out with the that new girl, and she goes, she makes me feel uh, a little more feminine and not the was like the athletic machine that I yes, have. Or that's exactly, what it's she just says. like just such a hilarious. Yeah, there's those uh, inaccurate self appraisal. What's great is there are those moments where Kelly talks about her own physical prowess, like she's a like a god. Yeah, she's like, well, yeah. I'm I'm just built machine. There's bonus features on the DVD if you actually own the DVD and like one of them. Oh, I'm ordering like it. A, it's sort of like a, I think there's a whole thing of Kelly's impressions that weren't in the movie. And I oh think my God! You just sold. Get ready to get a uh, get yeah. ready to get a check, Sean. You just yeah. fucking our, our I audience. promise you, I buy the DVD will be purchased in my home today. Yeah, <laughs> I I just got Amazon Prime about three weeks ago, and guess who who's getting that DVD in two days? I want extras. Yeah, and there's also you know for for you hardcore fans, there's a commentary track of Jeff and Kelly both talking through the whole movie. With their <laughs> I mean, oh, Sean, I oh, mean, what Sean. Do, I mean, are you did you get an Oscar for this? Yeah. Is that possible to get you, you back uh, up for? You did a director's cut with the stars. I mean, Come on! Oh my god, brilliant! That's just a whole new level of Um, of fantastic. I I didn't. I couldn't even think to ask for that because I would want it too much. (laughs) Because the idea alone would, I would be like, the the sun doesn't shine that. If they say no, it's going to hurt you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Um, Sean, thank you so much, man. I I I think it's fantastic. I hope if you ever make your way to New York, you'll come in and uh, and bullshit with us some more. And uh, and thank you so much, man. Thanks for having me on, and thanks a lot for uh, your support of the movie. Hope you enjoyed this week's Best of the Bonfire. You can listen to the show live every Monday through Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. East on Comedy Central Radio, SiriusXM 95, or on demand on the SiriusXM app. Be sure to follow us on all social media at The Bonfire SXM. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada, and bye. You don't take yada yada in life, don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T Mobile. Switch Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.